I'm Stephen Jack Butella. Jill is off today, so I'm interviewing uh, one of the Land Academy ambassadors, Carl Lathis. And for the record, the other one is his wife, Samantha. This is the Land Academy show. This is episode number 1,973. Carl, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I feel uh, it's interesting to be in a meeting with just me and you and no supervision. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> well... Good. Speak freely because that's when it's the most fun. <laughs> hey, we were speaking earlier today in our regular staff meeting and um, you had a deal that you were talking about that seemed really intriguing because we have all these crazy limits that we put on ourselves to do great deals, but this one seems a little bit out of the box and profitable. Well, we got actually, it's funny you say that because we actually have a couple going on, right? This has been an interesting week. Uh, you know, some, it's just so cool how this business is with the ebbs and the flows of everything, you know, um, you know, it just, it, we just pick it up as it comes, you know, and that's the best that we can do. But, uh, it's funny because just even this morning, even further on past what we spoke about, we have continually more interesting things that are coming along. But I think what you're referring to is, uh, I kind of broke one of my own rules, uh, last weekend. So last week it was actually my birthday and, um, we spent it up in Michigan and my grandfather came with me and we had, uh, we have a side-by-side, -side, one of those Polaris side-by-sides. And, you know, I told him that we had purchased a property that wasn't super far, it's probably like 10 miles from where we were staying. And I said, you know, my grandfather, he's getting up there and he wants to still do things. And he's like, let's go over there and see it. And I was like, well, if we're going to see it, I'm going to break one of my rules. I'm going to bring a chainsaw and we're going to make this thing look cool. <laughs> and so um, my grandfather's name is also Carl. So me and Papa Carl uh, hopped in the side by side and ripped down, you know, it was, we got up first thing in the morning and ripped down the road in it. And um, it was just cool just driving through the country and, and just seeing all the beautiful land around us. We got to the property and we started, uh, uh, I was like, all right, let's just start cutting some trees down, you know, just trying to make it look pretty. Uh, it's actually on top. It's, it's property is situated on top of a hill and there's a lake down the valley but you couldn't see it because all the trees had been overgrown. So I just started cutting trees down and moving around and we had a lot of fun with it. Um, I purchased this property. I think it was $6,500 we paid for the property. Yes. And um, it wasn't, you know, the typical deal that we're looking for. Uh, we're not, you know, we're looking for a little bit larger deal. Samantha and I are, um, but we, you know, we're, we take what's given to us. And I think that that's important to keep in mind with this land investing that you always got to take what's given you. Um, and, you know, we, we don't make our mailers smaller ever. You know, we want, you know, I think most people in land Academy saying, I want to buy for 10, sell for 30, buy for 30, sell for 70. Uh, and, you know, they have their, their business model, but we still mail everything. And um, this one had come across a little smaller than we were looking for. My grandfather and I went out there we cut up some trees and we just made it look beautiful. Um, and, um, I sent it over to our agent. She came over, she took these gorgeous drone shots and uh, she wanted to list it uh, initially before we cut down the trees and all this kind of stuff. Uh, she wanted to list it around the $25,000 mark, which we were okay with. Um, she inevitably listed it for 35,000 and uh, we got uh, we got several offers on the first day. Um, wow. And uh, we're just kind of right now going through and just figuring out what our best option is and what's the best deal for us. So, um, you broke we, all the all the rules we set for ourselves, and you're yeah. still making money. I love this. Exactly, <laughs> you know, and it was just fun. You know, I got to spend some time with my grandpa on my birthday, and uh, we did it on my birthday. No, that's what I did on my for my birthday. <laughs> um, but 
you know, and like, that's the thing is we always say is like, you know, uh, just, just send more mail. Right. We always say, just send more mail. Don't go out there, cut down trees and, mm-hmm. you know, work like that when you could just, you know, sit behind a computer and send another piece of mail. Yep. But every once in a while, you just want to hop in the side by side with your grandpa and cut down some trees and it could be worth it too, I guess. I mean, that goes straight to, you're just a, you're a born, you're a land person. And so am I, you know, it, yeah. every, fr- my free time involves land. You know, <laughs> yeah. I'm in a, I just joined a group. I didn't mention this, but I just joined a group. Geez, probably since we got back from this uh, three or four month RV trip we were on, I, I, I got back from the trip and I'm sitting in this big house and Jill and I are like, you know, so what do we do the rest of our lives? Cause that was a blast. And now we're kind of bored. So I went on Facebook and, and, and joined a, a dual sport, you know, a dual sport, Arizona dual sport group about people that have, you know, motorcycles that on and off-road motorcycles and then, and immediately uh, jumped into what I realize now is a bunch of people like me that are bored and <laughs> a bunch of guys that are, I think they seem retired because they can do anything any, anytime they want, which is great for me. And so now I'm, you know, I'm doing, it, it involves land is my point. It's all, it, everything I do surrounds that. So, and every time I get out there, I'm like, I don't want to leave. Yeah. So if you're, if you're slinging a chainsaw around on your birthday, making a property that you bought more, more improved. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's, I mean, what's, uh, it's just in your soul. That's yeah. And that's, that's really, I mean, cause that's exactly what it boils down to. That wasn't a work thing for me. You know, that wasn't a thing that I had to do. Um, it was just, like you said, it's in my soul. I, I, I think about it 24 seven, you know, um, whether or not we're, you know, actively at a piece of property or if I'm on a computer, you know, I can tell you, I have two monitors right now. One of them's open to Zillow. <laughs> it's, just, it's just what it is. I just, I, I can't help myself, you know? So there's four or five notifications that I get uh, on Zillow and other websites like that, like realtor.com where there there's new listings that are populated every day. Yeah. And there's four or five markets that I'd, I've identified, not necessarily as markets to make money. Cause that we have a system for that. That's the whole land Academy system is all about. Yeah. You have Samantha for that, but me personally, where I want to buy land or maybe uh, pr- small houses, rural houses, and they pop. That's my whole first hour of my workday. Every single day is getting the notifications from those markets. One's in Northern Michigan. Uh, there's a couple in Wyoming and a few in Colorado and Arizona. And that I just love sifting through those listings. I'm not, you know, I've never pulled the trigger on one, but what it does is it it identifies a place for me to send mail for personal use property. Absolutely. I mean, I'm I'm always. I mean, if some, I have this habit of searching by. Uh, I like to look up, you know, 15, 20 million dollar houses on Zillow that are for sale and just like scroll through the photos of them, you know. And so it's just funny because if I go through like my saved homes on Zillow, it'll 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 make you it'll, or even save land for that matter. There's a couple of properties that we identified out in uh, Washington state that I just think are just the most beautiful pieces of land of all time. And, you know, they're listed with real estate agents above market value. They're not anything that we're yeah. interested with the land Academy model, but they're just, it's just so for me, it's just, that's, you know, I don't, we don't sit down at the uh, couch and watch TV most often. We're usually, you know, if we're, if I'm, if I got a half hour to burn, it's usually just going to be on my laptop and scrolling yeah. through properties and thinking about different things in this world. <laughs> I gotta tell you my, my profile is totally the opposite. I want 10 plus acres 
uh, and I want a prop a house that's less than 1200 square feet, you know, old as possible, biggest pile of crap house or, or mobile home that you can think of on the greatest piece of dirt for like way under value. And it's shocking when you start to, especially after we drove around the country, it's shocking to see what populates. Like there are really some amazing bargains and that I'm not saying, you know, geez, and I'm, I'm sure you're not either. I'm not advocating at all to the, our listeners that this is the way you buy real estate because it's not, but it, it's a great way to identify markets where that you might think are undervalued and it's a, and get ideas about sending mail. Yeah. I mean, you do got to follow your heart a little bit, right? You know, uh, we, I don't, I intentionally don't invest in Arizona. I'll say that I've said it before. Um, I don't understand the desert. I don't understand the lure of it. I, we, Samantha and I, we send mail to places that we do. Mm -hmm. We do enjoy, we do love to look at, we do love everything about that specific land, but then she narrows it down with her test and with the way that, you know, the land Academy way of using a red, yellow, green test and, and doing all the tests to make sure it works in that regard. But we always do mail property. I mean, I've never bought a property that I wouldn't be okay with hanging on to for the rest of my life. I'll be honest. Yeah. You know, we, they don't stick around very often, you know, at all, but um, we buy property that we love and we understand. And that, you know, that being said is we don't understand. I don't understand the desert. I don't understand not being in green areas and areas with water. It just doesn't resonate for me. So we, we just don't do it, but I know there's, you know, you yourself, you made it, you know, a business, a lifetime out of mm -hmm. purchasing properties, you know, in, in the desert. And that's just I mean, it happened. This whole thing started, uh, by exactly what you just described with the, the chainsaw event. It was a one piece of property that I bought for myself that I was going to keep forever and, uh, posted on the internet just to see what would happen. And it sold, And know, uh, and I, I had like seller's remorse. I'm like, what was I thinking? You know, cause you think in the back of your head when you're new at, new at this, I'm sure you went through this, maybe you still do. It's like, I don't know if there's ever going to be a deal like that. I, 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 you know, I, maybe I shouldn't have sold it. And so I don't have that as much anymore. Although once in a while, I just sold a fly fishing property in Arizona, right on the water that it was the same situation by for, I don't know what the numbers were three or $4,000. And we sold it for 35 in the first week, which a makes me think we didn't sell it for it. We didn't list it for enough. And B it's like waterfront property in Arizona is pretty hard to come by. So it all happened kind of fast. And the truth is probably shouldn't say this out loud, but we've got people working for us that make automatic decisions, which I've trained them to do and asked them to do. And they're there to make money. And it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. And it sold too fast. <laughs> yeah. And that's, you know, and that, that's the thing with, you know, like you said, training people to do things so we don't have to spend our whole days doing all these subtle nuances that, that eat up our whole day. And yeah, you could always, you know, hindsight's 2020. Right. Um, and mm -hmm. it's easy to look back and say, Hey, so-and-so, why'd you sell this property for 35,000? I'd keep it for that. Uh, but at the end of the day that the financials are there and what we're doing is we're, we're, you know, we're creating a business that's, that's, you know, especially with having these people in place who don't have the emotions behind a fly fishing property in Arizona. They're just saying, Jack told me to sell it. I'm going to sell it. And that's yeah. what's really great about putting these systems together. Cause quite frankly, I tell you, if you really sat down and thought about it, it was probably the right decision to sell it. And you did good on it, right? You made, you know, you, you four or five extra money or more, no more than that. Oh yeah. So, so I got a few questions for you. What's it like to be a land Academy uh, ambassador? 
this is the first time we've ever done this. Uh, you and Samantha, your wife, Samantha, are the two first and probably potentially only ambassadors. What's, what's that like? We're Get, capitalizing. We're truth. dominating the market of ambassadors. There's just too many of us. Uh, <laughs> no, you know what? Honestly, uh, I guess we haven't ever really spoke about this. You know, um, Samantha and I are very honored to to when you and Jill approached us to to be the Land Academy ambassadors. Quite frankly, it's just been it's been a blast. We've had we we've been able to reach out and speak and 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 really be involved with the community at at such a great level. You know, um, not a lot of people get to see, you know, get to speak with Pete, the, with the members as often as we do. Uh, we get to be a part of things like career path that's coming up. We're on office hours pro we're on, you know, all these calls with you and, and, you know, I don't have to preach it to you, but I mean, there are some amazing members in this group. Mm -hmm. I mean, every person we end up on these phone calls with, we were just on a couple of calls, some members who were signing up for, um, for career path. And it just never ceases to amaze me the level of successful, intelligent mm -hmm. people that are here. And I think that's the, you know, it, that's what we're trying to do as the ambassadors is trying to be out there and be like, Hey, listen, you know, um, we'll tell you our story, but you know, we also want to hear your story. And, um, and I just, I can't get enough of it. You know, some, there's some of these people in these that we just meet to just blow my mind away. And, um, and, you know, quite frankly, we're coming up on career path and there's going to be quite a few of those people that I'm referring to. Um, career path starts next week and I'm just excited. I'm excited to get to know everyone a little bit more. I'm excited to hear their stories. I'm excited to learn from them. I know they're excited to learn from you and excited to learn from us. Um, and I think that's the best, that is by far in every way, the best part about being a land Academy ambassadors is that, um, just getting to know everyone, you know, mm -hmm. you know, I call it what you kind of described there is the, that light bulb, that light bulb moment. So I can tell, well, career path for the record starts in on Wednesday. So in fact, it starts the day that this airs. Um, so that light bulb moment has, it happened to me with that first deal. I, you wouldn't be out on your birthday with a chainsaw and your grandfather cutting trees down if it hasn't happened to you guys. And I could tell with you guys immediately it happened. So the career path is generally just packed full of people that are, yeah. uh, have that light bulb moment. And if you don't, it's a struggle. You know, there's a lot of things that I have in my life that I have, I've thought I wanted to do, but never really had that, that light bulb moment. Like I, for my entire, uh, you know, school age, uh, my school age goal is to become a medical doctor. And, but I know now I never had that light bulb moment. And here I am buying, buying a piece of land. That's amazing. And, uh, reselling it for money that for a, a price that's still not retail. I don't know. There's just something about it that makes sense to me. And I love to hear the enthusiasm of people that have had that light bulb moment. You know, I, and I, that's the reason we asked you guys to, to be the ambassadors because I think you're sharing that's, that's the kind of presentation you're, you're putting forward on, on what's possible financially and just in your soul. Yeah. And no, I, I agree. You know, I, I, we, I see a lot of similarities to exactly what you're saying and to what you, you know, what you've experienced and what we've experienced. It is, it's, it's addicting. It's uh, uh it's, you know, you've said it before is, you know, you don't know how, 
long you're going to be working as the you know as hard as you are with all this land academy stuff but you're always going to be a land investor i can't ever mm-hmm. see a time in my life that we're not gonna hey samantha send out that mail i don't care if i'm 90 you know yeah. it's like hey send out that mail let's, let's get some property over there you know i don't i don't see how i don't see there being a future that what I, after knowing what i know now there's no future and not investing in land for us and that's yeah. you know and it, it, that's not a job. It's not a job for us. It's, it's what we enjoy doing. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree. I mean, I, one of the most common questions and you know, this is that I get, and still, I still get it is what the hell were you thinking? You're starting land Academy. You've got all you're creating competitors for yourself. You've got all these people sending all this mail all over the place. What were you thinking? And you know, I can't not share this. And the re- and the, and the and you know this now for, after being in Land Academy now for what? How long have you been around in this? One or two years? We're coming up on two years. Uh, just about two years now. We're coming up on. What ends up happening is people that have that light bulb scenario send a bunch of mail out, understand it, generate some great deals, but they don't have the dough, and right. and uh, they come to people like us and like you and say, "I love doing this. I see the whole point." don't have the money, let's partnership a deal. So what ends up happening is a group gets, we do way more deals now than we've ever done uh, and make more money than we ever have. So, you know, I don't see it. I'm, I'm answering that question for everybody who's listening because that's the real reason we're here is to create partners for ourselves, not competitors. Absolutely. And, you know, it's better together, right? Uh, it's better together always. And I see Samantha does a lot of our deal funding. Um, she handles the, uh, uh, she handles a lot of that. And I see what she, she's just so good with, with connecting with people and helping people. And I just see the people that she helps with these, um, first of all, with, 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 with moving them along the process and showing them what is really possible. Uh, she's made a lot of great friends that she communicates with daily within discord, um, who are sending her deals for review and things like that. And it's, it's, it is, it's a, it's a partnership thing and it's a better together kind of thing. You know, we're not, you know, uh, adversaries. We're not, you know, it's, it's not, it's not you or I, it's all of us together. And that's, that's cool. What is it like to work with your spouse, man? Well, this isn't recorded or anything, is it? (laughs) This is recorded, recorded and published. If you're going to be straight with me, I'll be straight with you because I work with, work with mine also. <laughs> no, it's great. Um, quite honestly, I think it's so I, this isn't the first business that I've started. Um, and Samantha came over to this land business um, under my, you know, pressure <laughs> to do so. Really? Um, but when when I started my initial business, it was, you know, I had the help of my father. Um, he showed me some of the way of what I, what I knew what to do. Uh, but at the end of the day, it ended up just being me. I felt like I had to do everything. I woke up every morning at 4am for almost 10 years and I didn't go to, you know, I didn't stop work until 8pm. I did everything. I did absolutely everything that I need that could be done for the business. Cause I thought that no one could do it like me and no one's going to care like I do. Now that may or may not be the case, but at the end of the day, there's no reason for all that. Yeah. And after I started to realize more and more through my other businesses, and then once I started, once I took a career path with you, Jack, I started to realize how important it is to just let go of certain things and to understand that this is what I'm good at. This is what you're good at. 
whether or not it's your spouse or just your business partner or somebody you've hired, you can't waste your time worrying about the things that the other people are worried about. You, you know, once you guys are all on the same page, Samantha and I are on the same page when it comes to so much. We talk, you know, she's my life partner. She's my, you know, business partner and my life partner. And you have to have a level of trust between each other and you have to trust the fact that, you know, she's going to do what she's going to do. And she has to trust the fact that I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And we stay, we stay out of each other's lanes. Um, I know what she likes and what she doesn't like, and she knows what I like and what I don't like. And yeah, we do butt heads at times, but most of the time it's just, you know, it's a straight line of, Hey, listen, I hear that you don't want to do this. This is my reasoning, but this is my lane and she'll back away and Mm -hmm. ask why. And that, you know, I always want her opinion and I always want to hear, you know, she's a thousand times smarter than I do. So of course I want to hear what she has to say, but at the end of the day, I, you know, you have to respect each other's lanes and respect each other enough and you have to learn to delegate. And then once you delegate, you, you don't need to, especially when it comes to your life partner and your business partner, even, you know, you can't, you can't micro micromanaging is not a thing that you can do to the women in your life when it comes to business (laughs) (laughs) or in anything, you know, delegating and, and micromanaging are concepts that don't apply to working with your spouse. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You know, and at the end of the day, it's just like, we have fun doing it. And I think that you always got, you know, there are times where things get stressful and you got to figure things out and, you know, and, and tempers flare, but at the end of the day, you always got to remember to enjoy it. You know, it's, it's nothing matters that much. that's ever going to affect us as much as, you know, Hey, listen, this didn't work out. This deal sucked. And, you know, we're done with it doesn't affect our, our, our relationship in our marriage or in our business, you know, and I think you got to just remember to always just enjoy it, you know, as bad as things sometimes can be, which quite frankly, um, I think I'm speaking of other businesses as opposed to this land business, because there hasn't been that level of stress there. Um, But yeah, I think you got to remember to enjoy it just to stay in your own lane. I had, uh, a business partner of many years before uh, Jill and I joined forces in it and it ended very well. I still talk to the guy all the time, but what I realized toward the end of the partnership and it ended, my business didn't end uh, at all. It actually got better and changed and got different. And he just had, as, as the, as it grew, the business description changed and the primary point changed. And I realized at the end, you know, that we didn't have the same goals. Like he wasn't in it for the reasons that I was in it. And, and as soon as the the partnership kind of ended or what we were doing together ended, he went off and did something else, you know, that he never had that light bulb moment. He, he, it was, he was a, a a developer, you know, a a computer programmer by trade and was incredibly useful at managing staff and the backend computer. And this was all during a time when the internet was kind of growing up. This is from like 2003 to maybe 2009. It experienced massive growth in our land business. This is long before Land Academy. But I did realize at the end, especially because you just didn't go on to buy and sell land. I mean, how could we were making we we're printing money like like we are now, but he he just didn't he didn't care enough about it to uh, continue. So you got to have that light bulb moment. The reason Jill and I do so well together is that we have a, the same super long term goals, like as far out as you can see. Uh, Mm -hmm. we want the same thing and how we go about it is very different. And so you have, if you, um, 
if you're going to, you and your spouse, if you're going to explain to your spouse how and why we're all here and what the point is, you're already lost. <laughs> yeah. You just need to know. Everybody needs to wake up saying, yeah, we've got that same goal. And because we're going at it so different, the second part and final part of this is you got to have a mechanism, or at least we do, where you can daily, almost daily implement it. So you can just stay the hell out of each other's hair because yeah. it's just a, a disaster in the history of ever. I have never heard of a company who's got uh, co-CEOs and, and ever been successful. There's no such thing. So what we've done countless times, and we still do it when there's any type of conflict, take out a freaking pad of paper, draw a line down the middle. This is what you do and you're great at it. This is what I do and you're great at it. So where's this conflict coming and who's going to address it? And we figure it out together without emotion, hopefully, uh, not always, but hopefully, certainly not after a couple of scotches, does this ever go on? <laughs> and, he, and you say, tomorrow morning, I'm going to deal with this. And, uh, and the other person says, yep, I think that's, you know, that's how it should go. Does it go that way every single time? Absolutely not. But the luck, I'll tell you what goes on in our world to, that in the end, at the bitter end, did we lose any money? Are we losing any money? Are there cash flow issues? It, are we blaming each other for stuff? No. And that, when you remove the pressure of cash flow or lack right. of cash flow, I think you can get over a lot of stuff. Then it just becomes like personality BS. Absolutely. I mean, that's the thing is, yeah, financial worries uh, change everything, right? And, and that's why I said, kind of met, alluded to the fact that, you know, there hasn't been much stress in this land business because we've never lost money in a deal. Um, not even close. We've never even, we've never even done a double your money deal. Yeah. You know um, it's been above that at all times. And I think that just takes such a level of stress away from a business. You know, I, uh, the first handful of years I had my construction company, you know, I didn't, you know, we didn't have anything, yeah. you know, I, I worried about what it costs to pay for a new extension cord. So my guys could work, you yeah. know, and that's not the case. Um, with, with land, you know, from day one, I mean, we bought our first property, uh, while we were in career path with you and, um, and sold it, uh, for, you know, for, yeah, I think it was, you know, we bought for 45 and sold for 165, you know, at that, that's blew my mind after being in, you know, construction world for 10 years. Um, and, and, and how hard I had to work to even, afford extension cords or to afford, you know, put new tires on the work vans. And it's just like, wow. <laughs> so I think that takes a level of stress away from atmosphere, financial worries, you know, uh, that, that will change you and that'll change your relationship. That's for sure. You know, the flip side, absolutely, totally agree. Uh, and I've, I've been through that twice in my life and both times I came out of it a much better decision maker and just a generally better person because if, if you've never gone through that, I've never met anybody who hasn't really gone through any type of serious financial hardship because it's either going to make you a better person or you're just going to be stuck working in a crappy job the rest of your life. One of those two things are going to happen and you have the choice to do, make it whatever you want. But I, I went through, uh, fortunately, I, Jill and I went through it separately. And so when we got together, we're, we both came to it, came together with uh, different, but the same kind of meaning of just horrific financial stories. So I think that's, for me, that I, I think it's uh, imperative to have to go through, can we yeah. afford this extension cord? I like that. Yeah. 
And the answer is no, of course you can't afford it, but you need it. <laughs> but you need it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so it wouldn't have come up if you could afford it. You just bought it. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I think another thing about working with Samantha spent, you know, the since she's graduated college, she she got her CPA. Um, she spent you know, the last 10 years in an office working for somebody making, you know, a salary wage. And um, it wasn't a bad wage or anything, but, you know, to be, to step away from being in an office and working at W2 for 10 years and to step into an office where she's in, this is her business, where she's in control of everything. She doesn't have to answer to anybody, especially me. Um, it, it changes a lot too. You know, um, I made that realization a long time ago that I couldn't work for somebody. And I think sometimes people, you know, that hardship too is just working for somebody and being under that thumb of, of, of the corporate veil. And, um, and for her to walk away from that, I just seen her change, her, her, her mindset and her, you know, the, her approach to everything change because at the end of the day, this is for us. This isn't for some mega corporation that's going to change nothing uh, in her compensation because she, you know, altered the way they do business. That's not what's going to happen. We're doing everything for us. And so that's, you know, we keep that in mind. This is, this is for, I could, I could turn off our land business and turn off all the lights and just walk away. And the only person that's going to hurt is me. And mm -hmm. we could get up and we can work and we can do things and have some fun and, and send out mail and do some good for some people and, and feel good about ourselves. And that's really what we're doing, you know? No, that kind of leads me into my, me my next question, which is, you know, you guys, in my opinion, which is one of the reasons we asked you to be ambassadors, really fit the profile of somebody who can be, and you're obviously are super successful at this. This is another question I get all the time. What do you think the profile is of somebody who's going to do really well at buying and selling land? You know, um, in our calls, uh, earlier this week, we were talking to a couple of members who were joining up for career path and they just wanted to ask us some questions. And we just, you know, um, I spoke to a guy, um, he has currently, he's been land investing with land. Academy. He's been a member since I think he said 2017, he's got 25 properties for sale right now. And he's sending out mail weekly and he just put his two weeks in for work and he's going to see signed up for career path. He's starting his career path journey. And, um, He's like, I just don't know. I just don't know. And um, he says, I just feel like I'm about to start. I feel like I just can't get there. And I said to him, I said, hey, I said, the boss that you just put your two weeks into, how many properties does he own right now? What do you think his net worth is? And he said, well, he doesn't own any properties. And I know that, you know, he, <laughs> he's just, you know, working the job. And and he said, I just, and it, 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 at that moment, he started thinking about it. It's just like, yes. And I think that's the profile that people in Land Academy is we're always looking for the next step. I personally always feel is that I'm still at the starting line. I feel as though I have something else to do, um, something else to prove and something else to keep moving forward on. And that was, you know, that was the conversation we ended up having was like, yeah, you know, you may have 25 properties in your pipeline, but you still want you still want to keep doing this. You're leaving your job to, to double, to triple, to 10 X that. Um, I think those are, that's the profile of a lot of people that I've met in this is, Hey, I want to continue to move forward. I want to continue to grow. I want to continue to help myself. Um, and I want, you know, when I work hard, I want me to be the one who's rewarded for it, not some corporate 
entity. And um, that's a lot of the people that I meet here. A lot of people who are really smart, successful business owners who had a struggle to pay for extension cords for 10 years and realizing that, Hey, I can just send out some mail and, 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 and really watch my money grow as opposed to waking up every morning at 4am and working till 8pm. Cause yeah. you know, I, I've been there and that was tough. Uh, I enjoyed it. I would never, you know, take away from that. I definitely, you know, would do it again if I had to, I just don't have to. Um, and I think I meet a lot of those kind of people who've had these great businesses, successful businesses. They know how to run businesses. They just want to they just feel like they're still at the starting line. You know, I met uh, uh, a member not long ago. He owns a publishing company, you know, very successful publishing company. And he just, he just feels like he's at the starting, starting line still. He's been doing deals. He did over a hundred deals in this one specific County and he still feels like he's at the starting line. And it's just like, those are the kind of people that I love to see. Those are the kind of people who I feel like are going to yep. innovate and they're going to smash it. And those are the kind of people I see coming through career path, the people I've met through the advanced member calls and the land Academy pro calls, all those people are the great. That's, that's back to the original thing. That's the great part about being a land Academy ambassadors for Samantha and I is we're privy to some of the most successful people I've ever met in my entire life. Yeah. I think that there's some basic traits for successful people, uh, land investors are not that just constantly prevail. Everybody I've met, you know, most of my friends from high school ended up being very successful financially and recently just met with them all. And, and, um, and I haven't seen a lot of them for 20 years or even spoken with them, uh, in any way. And, and everybody, all of us, uh, had this air of, and I hesitate to say this cause I'm not sure it's that accurate this air of, yeah, it's just not going as well as I think it could go. <laughs> and the fact is we're all pretty much doing incredibly way, way better than our parents ever did. Uh, and, and I just think that let's call it this. I constantly am trying to improve. I, I'm, I've never, I'm never going to sit around and say, you know, I think I did really well at that. I think right. I smashed it and it's over. And, uh, I'm going to pat myself on the back for it. That's just, that's not how I'm wired. Uh, you know, that's, that's again, taps into one of the reasons we started land Academy, because that's another extension of being successful at sharing this and, and, uh, doing, helping other people do their, get deals done. Yeah. And so I really think a lot of this is just a personality trait. There, there's some other huge components that, that go into, um, you know, a, the profile of a sex, successful land investor. One of them is coming to us, coming to land Academy or coming into that land investment business owning another business, which you guys, you know, yeah. which you've done. I, I think that once you understand how, how to manage a staff or at least understand that you never want to do it again, or you're <laughs> great at it, or you suck at it, or you're a great manager of people or a terrible manager of people or something in between. But once you get your, your feet really wet doing a couple of things, you're going to like it or not like it. And it makes you, uh, it forces you to remove a lot of emotion and remove um, the constant self-assessment because those things are not going to lead to anything. You got to do stuff and you got to do it yeah. to some goal, which for us is, is making money. So it's that light bulb thing. It's there's a land light bulb component. And then like, I'm pretty, I'm okay at running a business component. If you have those two things, this is going to work. Neither are rocket science either, you know, <laughs> like, it's, it really isn't, you know, uh, I feel as though I'm pretty successful at this. Um, I know that 
Samantha is a thousand times smarter than me. And we could, I could tell you, we could both independently, I don't ever want to do it, but independently we could both run a land business successfully. Yeah. And um, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to do this. It just takes passion and it takes, you know, understanding of, of how business works and how to, how to, how to manage and how to be, you know, an intelligent business owner. Well, I'm glad you're with us, man. I'm, I'm, uh, and I'm glad to do a podcast with you. We've uh, spoken a million times, but the ladies aren't here, and it, it's fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is like, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Carlos, great having you. Uh, I know, as far as career path goes, uh, listeners, we have, we always have one or two spots left at the end. This airs on Wednesday, and um, this time. We are holding the class, a mirror image of classes on Wednesday and Saturday to accommodate everyone's schedule. So if you're super interested in uh, joining and getting in for the next couple of days, uh, jumping in, let us know at uh, support at landacademy.com. We'll get you on the phone with Joe, see if uh, you're a logical fit and candidate for the group and uh, see what happens. Carl, I can't thank you enough. It's great speaking with you. Thanks and for having talk, me. Talk with you soon. I see you.